Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. Become a v Pro subscriber today. Get our all-new NHL betting guide featuring previews for all 32 teams, futures bets, award picks, and season-long props, first-period betting strategies, Steve Mackinnon's power ratings, plus best bets articles five days a week once the season starts. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the v NHL betting guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And ladies and gentlemen, Kelly Bidlin's contribution is this to the NHL hockey. Connor Bedard. He's great. Connor Bedard. 75 to 1 to be your regular season top goal scorer. I just looked it up. He just shouts it throughout the betting guide. Connor Bedard. (laughs) He's going to be a stud. You know what? I get faked out. You got to get the NHL betting guy. Get that now. We got NBA coming out later this week, but working hard on that. You know what blows me away every time you see hockey stuff on the the crawl? Hmm. We've brought this up a couple times. We're like, People sign like eight year extensions and stuff like that. It always blows your mind. There was a couple yesterday where I think it was like the Ducks leading goal scorer from a year ago. It's like, 21-year-old blah, 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 re-signs with the Ducks, led the team in scoring last year. I'm like, wait, what? Like, at age 20, he led the team in scoring? Like, they're so young. It's just amazing. It is amazing. Eight-year extension. Maybe that's your next deal is an eight-year extension. You never know. <laughs> that's quite a lot of years. Uh, NFL adjusted season win totals. Again, this is a whole new world the last few years. These didn't used to exist. First of all, season win totals. We think that this is, you know, from, from the birth of Christ that season win totals has existed. No. Jimmy Vaccaro in 1989, some dude in a cowboy hat walked up and was like, the Cowboys were supposed to stink. And he goes, how many games do you think they're going to win this year? Jimmy was like, I don't know. I'll think about it for a little while. He thinks about it. He says five and a half. The guy goes way over. I think he went over. They ended up winning one game that year, 1989. They beat Washington, by the way. Doug Williams started that game for Washington. But that's when season win total started. Adjusted season win totals, the concept of having this go throughout the season week after week. This is like three years old in legalized sports betting. I I will never forget the day when I told Gil Alexander that DraftKings had a post-it to talk talk about it. Oh. You, you were like, what? What are you talking about? Yes. They have the post. We used to do this all the time. I've never seen it legalized anywhere. This yeah. is incredible. <laughs> I, for those who listen to the betting dork and beating the book podcast for years, I used to talk about this. Oh, I've got this off the grid stock market, <laughs> you know, win totals thing that I do. Uh, okay. So getting right to it. 
you asked me this question off the cuff yesterday, right? And off the cuff, you're like, oh, what do you think a great adjusted season win total will be? Off the cuff, I said the Arizona Cardinals over four and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was without researching anything. Yeah. I still think that's a good answer. I have a couple better ones, okay. though, I think. All right. Now, Kelly and I don't usually talk about what we're going to talk about because we like to keep it loose and, and sort of honest and organic on the show. But it just so happened that before this show, we somehow drifted into both of us doing research on this last night. And it came up that we both came to the same conclusion about the NFC South. What we mean by that is... Your instinct is to say, oh, my God, Atlanta Falcons, nine and a half. That seems like an under. And you can apply this to different teams in the NFC South. Their schedules are so easy that you can't make a bet on, like, the Falcons, the Saints, or uh, the Buccaneers because those schedules are so pats. Like, they're so easy that your instinct to go under, while they may still happen, you're just like, I don't know. Like, it's just a it, – what's the opposite of a gauntlet? Whatever that is. <laughs> it's just like every week is a easy. Cakewalk. Yeah, a cakewalk. There, there you go. go. Now, I will make this one exception, and this is one of the ones that I like better than the Arizona Cardinals. The Panthers to the under. I'm the guy with oh, okay, the Panthers okay, winless, okay. right? The Panthers to the under is still something that I think you have to consider. Um, what's the Panthers now? Four and a half, is it? Right yeah, now? Four, yeah, four and a half right now. I don't know about you, but if you... How are you getting five wins? It's going to be tough. How are you getting five wins on that I schedule? Mean, unless Bryce Young decides, starts looking like a completely different... Qu- I don't even want to put it all on him. Like, who would have... Nobody would have guessed that Adam Thielen would be by far their best wide receiver because nobody else can get any separation whatsoever. And Bryce Young, Bryce Young, when he's in there, is struggling massively. There's issues on this offensive line. I expected the defense to be better. It's not. Um, at Detroit, at Miami, bye. Okay. I think you're over there. And then you get, here's the rest of your year. Can you get five wins out of this? Home Houston, home Indianapolis, at Chicago. Okay. Let's, get, let's even give them two there. Okay. Home Dallas, at Tennessee, at Tampa, at New Orleans. Home Atlanta, home Green Bay, at Jacksonville, at Tampa Bay. Could you? You could. But I think the instinct has to be under. I think so. I think so too. But it just goes back to the whole NFC South conversation. Of I'm not super confident. It in is an any easy schedule. It's yeah. a super easy schedule. Like, could they pick one or two of those off? Now, here's the real answer to the question. So those are just like Arizona's off the cuff. Carolina's just on a perusal thing where you're like, oh, they, those seem like they're great adjusted season win totals. Arizona to the over, uh, Carolina to the under. But the way to really do this is to see where the market improperly adjusted or did not adjust. And so from last week to this week, the team that sort of raises, you know, a flower, sort of makes you, what's the expression, lift your eyebrow or raise your eyebrows mm-hmm. about is, and this is not going to be sexy to some people, the Tennessee Titans were eight and a half last week. They end up beating the Cincinnati Bengals badly as a dog, by the way, and they're still at eight and a half. The Tennessee Titans, and by the way, the over and plus money, the over is still plus money on the Tennessee Titans. So for me, the answer to this question, where the best value actually lies, forget about my off-the-cuff opinions about the Cardinals over and the Panthers under. 
is actually Titans to the over, who are currently two and two, and their adjusted season win total is eight and a half because it did not get adjusted from last week when they were an underdog to the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you go to the Titans, uh, to their schedule right here, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, God, Titans over. I don't want to live through that. Hey, I didn't say this was going to be fun. Hmm, you ask me. Um, but, but if you go to the Titans' schedule, the games before they're by at Indianapolis, home Baltimore, home Atlanta at Pittsburgh right after the bye. Should we give them a two and two there? Two yeah, and two. At least, yeah. Right, let's give them a two and two. Let's be conservative. Yeah, I'm about as big of a Titans hater as it gets, and I'll give them two and okay, two. Okay, so that's four and four. Let's go to the next four games. At Tampa, at Jacksonville, home Carolina, home Indianapolis. I mean, that's a two and two at worst, it feels two like. Two and two there. All yeah, right, we'll so that's two. six and six. They only got to win three more in their last five. At Miami, home Houston, home Seattle, at Houston. So there's two Houston games in there. And then home Jacksonville to close it out. Based on the lack of adjustment in the adjusted season win total market, I think the answer to the question is the Tennessee Titans over. Because there's no reason why that number should have stayed at eight and a half after beating the Bengals. Your thoughts, sir? Okay, I, that was not that was not one I I picked up on. Yeah. Not one that jumped out to me, but but that is the way to do this, right? Look at what the numbers right. were last week. Figure out what appropriately adjusted, what did not, and then go from there. Yeah, I think that the two two of the teams that I isolated, they are two teams that I bet unders on already this season, and the numbers just really haven't moved a whole a whole lot through four games where I think. The perception of what I had about these teams before the season has played out much more in reality. It's the Patriots and the Steelers. So you're looking at win totals for both of those teams. Um, Patriots set at seven and a half, Steelers set at eight and a half. That's right about where they were preseason. And I. The Steelers are having all kinds of offensive problems. Both these teams having all kinds of offensive problems. The defenses haven't looked bad, but you just start, you know, bringing up the schedules, and it's trying to figure out where each one of these teams is going to get seven more wins. And it's just, it's tough. I mean, Patriots, you've got Saints at home, on the road at the Raiders, Bills at home, on the road at the Dolphins. That's two and two at best to me, Gil. You got home against Commanders, home against the Colts, at the Giants, home against the Chargers, at the Steelers, home against Chiefs, Chiefs, at the Broncos, at the Bills, Jets at home. I, I just it's hard for me to come up with seven more wins on that schedule to get over seven and a, seven and a half. And it's basically the same thing with the Steelers. So I'm being pretty boring here because I'm going back to two that I played already. So I'm not going to be adding on here. I did say since we're both betting the Cardinals this week, I think Cardinals over four and a half. Yeah. Betting it this week yeah. is so quarterly. I think you they might win that game. Yeah. yeah, you almost have to play that. I, I had the same reaction though to the two that I had pre-flop. So I had the Giants alternate low uh, under six and a half at plus one eighty-five. Well, they're five and a half now. Right. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, hey, Giants five and a half. I have a, got it way better four weeks ago at plus money at an even higher number. And then with Washington, I had the alternate uh, win total. On higher on, on the over, which was seven and a half. It's still seven and a half, but my over seven and a half is plus one ninety. So that that ju- that number is not nearly as good as it was then. Um, do I think it's probably still good? Yeah, but it's not a bet because 
again, it's not the big bang for your buck. No, I hear you. But if, yeah. if I hadn't, I don't know about you, if I hadn't bet Pittsburgh and New England unders before the season, I would be betting. You would still yeah. you would still do it. Okay. I, it's fascinating to look at each and every week. Uh, these are adjusted. And as the runway gets shorter, the value, which is already pretty sparse, to be honest with you, will dwindle even further. We'll come back. Will Hill, all of his baseball bets today, college football, pro football, all his thoughts, and his wagers on the other side. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. That's my day. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no sweat same game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code VEGAS when you sign up. That's promo code VEGAS. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin uh, from Bar Canada at the D doing a numbers game here. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the feedback. This is from Anthony A. Periello. Hope I pronounced that okay. PSA looks like the BetMGM Sports uh, app is now part of the hack. Accounts being locked out and drained. All kinds of reports this morning. Las Vegas locally was on this. I have people I know who have texted me. They're like, I can't get into my account. This uh, is one of it's bad. Dude. This is one of those because you did you did it to me this morning. Text your friends. Be a friend. Text your friends. Be a be a pal. Text your friends. Help someone out today. There, uh, there's no problem with taking money out of an account and putting it back in two weeks later or whatever. If you know, once you know, this thing has gotten cleaned up. And also Caesars. I just want to say this for the five thousandth time. Please. 
your, your, your app is horrible enough. Now we have an extra layer at the top we got to go through again that changed. Or, I don't know, maybe I'm oh, talking no, to the hackers. No. Maybe the hackers changed it. I, I don't know. I thought at this that point. was just like a one-time thing yesterday. Is that every, that's every oh, time now? Oh, every time now. Oh, no. I'm like, what are we doing? I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's in response to the hackers. Oh, maybe that's it. I would guess it is. But it's like, Fezzik has the best line about this. If you told me that they were doing things to prevent people from betting, I would believe you better than I would <laughs> actually getting people to bet. It's just so tough because they're one of the few shops in town that have the, like, live numbers are up always, right? They're doing algorithm-based live betting. They're always up. So you, they're one of the first shops you want to say, oh, let me jump to them right away because I know the number will be up. Well, that's a great thought, but if it takes you five minutes to get there because of activation codes and face uh, ID, you and then it's going to spin around like, and kick you like out. Like a college football Saturday, you can't bet in-game. Like, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. After a while, you don't even try anymore. You're like, I got this, and there's no point in doing this. And Eric Biggio, we love you. but We do, yeah. yeah. yeah thanks for tweeting the show. I mean, uh, the other thing, they, ch- they changed the teasers, too. If I need to post another teaser tutorial video on my Twitter, <laughs> I will, but uh, I guess just tweet just, at me if you have an issue with that, too. <laughs> you should not need to have a teaser tutorial. Uh, this is from good friend Shillionaire. Oh, I like that. So the opposite of a gauntlet is a buffet. Also, what's the promo code again? <laughs> okay. Uh, Titans Insider. Oh, A-N-G. A-N-G. <laughs> Titans Insider. I bet he liked that Titans segment. He goes, yeah, now you're talking my language. Titans 10 wins, baby. Said Titans up. Uh, Nevada Azer. Agree on the Titans. Potential for a surprising divisional result as their competitors are underperforming. Vrabel Coach of the Year, 35 to 1, he says, is a play. Hmm. Uh, D-Gen Southern oh Gen. Oh, boy. You're Cl- starting up the Titans hype train again. Oh, uh, no. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm just saying. This defense sucks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I did not mean to start up the hype train. Dgen Southern Gent. Clearly, Kelly has not seen the Mel Brooks classic history of the World Part One that Fezzik mentioned on Monday. One of the lost commandments on Moses' broken tablet read, "Coach Tomlin shall not have a losing season." <laughs> he says that's exactly right. I've seen that too. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's do some NFL power rankings. Boom. With this big intro. NFL Power Rankings. Plug it in and power it up. Plug NFL it in. Power Rankings. I don't. There we go. There we go. <laughs> 107.5, the bone. <laughs> Sorry. It just came out. Uh, uh, NBA Media Days, by the way. So many great little th- like little nuggets that come out of everyone. Go check out the Trey Murphy video of him having to record radio liners. Oh. Because it is one of those, like, as someone's been <laughs> NBA media days, it's one of those uncomfortable things you have to do every year where it's like, hey, uh, like, Dwayne Wade, I need you. Can you read, like, these eight things after we get oh, done interviewing? It's, so, yeah. it's like, catch this afternoon show, blah, 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 blah. Trey Murphy does one of those. It's for one of those radio networks that has all the different, t- like, they have a country station. They have a hip-hop station, right? He goes into character, for like, for every single one, and it is fantastic. <laughs> we used to have to do that when I was in uh, R&B radio. And by the way, I got my Tony, Tony, Tony ticket last night. Just want to, who amongst us hasn't? Um, but we used to have to do those promos with all these, like, one-hit wonders. There's this guy... Uh, because right, someone would come into the studio for yes. an interview, or you'd book someone for an interview, yeah. and then afterward you ask them to record a few lines. That's how it works exactly. in the business. And he, it was like a music video days. He'd be like, hey, I'm Keith Washington. There's a guy, one hit one of Keith Washington, a song, Slow Jam, called Kissing You. <laughs> but Keith Washington had to come in and do that. Hey, I'm Keith Washington. I'm a music video connection or whatever it was. He, when I tell you he did it 26 times before he got it right, I am probably not <laughs> exaggerating. So, That's usually how they go. It's like, Keith, it's just one sentence. Let's get through it. 
Uh, all right. The reason we do NFL, what are we doing? Oh, NFL power yeah, rankings. The reason we do sorry. NFL power rankings, again, for those who are like, why do we care what your power rankings are? Everybody should do this in some fashion. Whether you couch it as power rankings, whether it is your actual numerical ratings uh, done by a model, or anything in between, it serves as just a good sort of um, foundation for your NFL picks. Much like guessing lines is a great way to start your week. This is a great way to sort of, and I said this last week, Kelly, it's a sort of good way to check your recency bias. If, if a team has a terrible performance one week, rather than you immediately toggling to, oh my God, this team is terrible, the power ranking sort of helps you keep it in check in context where you're like, oh, I can't really knock them down that far. They're still a good team. It just gives you that kind of reminder. Yes, agreed. Um, not much change at the top. None at the very top for me. 49ers are one, Chiefs are two, Eagles are three. The Bills, Dolphins, and Cowboys are doing a little uh, dance in 4-5-6, and the dance has the Bills at 4 now, the Dolphins at 5, and the Cowboys at 6. They could go either way on those. Yeah. I think the Bills deserve to be ahead of the Dolphins, though, that's for sure. At this yep, point. definitely. Um, and we had the conversation last week where it was it was the, was there a top five, and then was there a top six with the Bills, and yes, I think there is. I think there's a top six. For sure, there's a top six. Now... The Ravens are my seven. The Ravens have been in my top ten the whole year. They do nothing but figure out a way to win. And Drew Dinsick, I thought, had a great point yesterday on the show, which is how some of these teams, like the Seahawks on Monday night, are able to overcome cluster injuries. Yeah. The Ravens it, are so banged up. The Ravens are so banged up, and yet they just keep them coming. Keaton Mitchell, for you fantasy players out there, that's their rookie running back that they want to feed this week. So Keaton Mitchell uh, is a guy that they showcased in the preseason. They just have him, They just keep coming up with players. Owen Wright still sitting on the practice squad. He'll come up next. Uh, I got the Ravens at seven. I got the Seahawks at eight. I think I've had the Seahawks almost every week in my top ten. I think every week but one. They're number eight. To me, they're still super solid. And I know people are going to gasp. I have the Chargers at nine. I know they're only two and two. I know we like to make fun of them. But talent-wise and just uh, what they could be, they're still nine to me. I do have the Browns at 10. I know they got crushed, but it wasn't Deshaun Watson. So I didn't, like, completely penalize right. them for that. Yeah. So they remained Starting quarterback 10. wasn't playing. Yeah. yeah. So I, can I tell you who my 11 was? I think, I think my 11 was – now I'm forgetting it. It was not Detroit. My 11 would have surprised. Okay. Oh, my 11 was the Rams. So, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, you had them, I think, I what, what, a couple once. weeks ago in the top, like, yeah. 10 or 9 or yeah. 10. The interesting question becomes, where do you put the Cardinals? Are they top half right. or are they bottom yeah, half? No, that's great. I was going to make a joke about being yeah. top 10 as you were setting up that intro. But um, I'm going to start with my 10th team here because it is the – I think you just laid it out so well for the Chargers where you hit a point where you're doing these – where especially it's a little bit earlier in the season where you hit a point where you have to just judge some of these teams based on what your overall thoughts are of the talent of the roster. Yes. And there's not there's so not so many teams that if you can put ahead right. of them. If not them then who? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So they 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 who they are who I put at 10. I did consider the Seahawks. Seahawks would be right there 10-11, but it was even that conversation in my head I'm like, well, I think the Chargers have a more talented team so overall yeah. than Seattle. So I put them 10. Lions remain nine for me this week. Yeah, they were 12 for me. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Browns uh, dropped down a spot for me to eight. But yeah, I'm not going to. 
that, that is more because of other teams rising uh, than them really falling. Not punishing them too much for losing a game without their starting quarterback. Ravens up to seven for me. So seven. We have the same what top seven teams just in different orders. Yep. So seven for uh, for me for Ravens. And me and you have had them both seven for I think two or three straight weeks now. Like it feels like that's exactly where they belong. Until one of things, one or two things happen, right? You know, either they get the, all these guys back and they start looking even better than they have, or they start losing some games badly, maybe partially because of injuries, and we have to downgrade them a bit. Dolphins go to six to me. Uh, Eagles slide down to five. I'm just a little bit more confident with those two other NFC teams right now, Guild, 49ers and Cowboys. Chiefs to four. I'm not trying to punish them still haven't seen a game out of them where it feels like they've put every single thing together outside of that chicago game and i'm not putting much weight into that cowboys up to three still think there's a real lot of talent on that team and bills i I just can't deny it anymore right now what they look like offensively and defensively the way they've changed this offense personnel wise with the two tight end set that could be a major difference this year so now i'm vaulting them up to two love me some josh allen 49ers number one i think they got to be number one right yeah i had bills at four but they could just as easily be three or two also where did you have the seahawks seahawks would be right at 11 right 11. that's where i was kind of making that charger yep. seahawks like in my head and who is your 32 oh gotta be panthers panthers gotta be without panthers. question yeah. it's the panthers yeah to me and i know a lot of people are like what do you mean without question what about the bears i think it's the panthers for sure 32 mm-hmm. uh mike pritchard will join us on the other side to talk nfl jason weingarten from under a cloud of smoke to talk baseball josh towers on baseball and of course jay rude will join us as well talk about where he is in the industry these days tell some stories dk network dan levitard is next we're coming back at the sports betting network Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my, my dance, dance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app game plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in. We appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander is Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D. At the D. At the D. Jay Rude still to come this hour. They're not booing. They're saying rude in the background when it comes. Uh, Jason Weingarten from Under Cloud of Smoke. Josh Towers on Major League Baseball. Um, let's bring in one of our favorites. He is uh, kind enough to join us each and every Wednesday. A VEASAN host and a man who played the game. What was that old Howard Cosell, uh, Howard Cosell biography or book that he read? It was like, I never played the game. This guy played the game. Uh, played it at the highest level for multiple teams in the NFL. Number one uh, pick for the Falcons back in 1991, was it? Uh, we'll get the word on that. Maybe it wasn't 91. Mike Pritchard, everybody. National champion at Colorado. How you doing, Pritch? I'm great. I'm great. Good morning. Yeah, way back then. 1991. 1991. <laughs> All right. So, Colorado. This I'm, I'm interested to hear what you have to say here, because obviously they win their first three games. Obviously, the Colorado State game was nip and tuck uh, with the Travis Hunter injury. Then they get blasted by Oregon. But against USC, while it looked like it was going to be much of the same in the first half, they ended up making it very respectable. They end up losing by seven, 48 to 41. And now, as I said uh, the other day, they get to pick on teams their own size here moving forward here. At least this week they do. How do you feel about them after? How do you feel about the Buffaloes after that performance against the Trojans? You know, I felt great uh, uh, about the Buffaloes uh, all season long, really, you know, and, and Kelly. I mean, it's been it's been as expected, I think. You know, I don't think anybody out there thought that CU was going to beat Oregon or beat uh, SC. Now, covering a number is, is different, right? And and so at home uh, in Boulder, uh, maybe that was a better chance for the Buffs to cover that number, that big number uh, against the Trojans uh, on the road against Oregon. No, I mean. Think about it this way, too, like established programs. Like uh, when you think about TCU, yeah, they went to the playoff. I uh, played for a national championship, but they haven't really established themselves as a uh, as a blue blood, if you will, a team that's going to routinely play for a championship. Uh, same thing with Nebraska, you know, rebuilding. Same thing with CSU kind of trying to get their feet wet and trying to find out what kind of program they can be. But established programs like Oregon and SC, I mean, that's, that was really the true test of a rebuilding effort for Deion Sanders and, and Coach Prime and his staff. So now they're facing a team on the road uh, as a favorite, uh, which is interesting. Uh, similar circumstances to trying to, trying to get the program in the right direction, uh, making sure that they can recruit uh, and, and be consistent. So I think it's an even matchup. I like how you phrased it. Uh, you know, teams that that are probably in their wheelhouse. And, and so uh, a competitive roster, uh, a more confident roster. I'm feeling pretty good about the bus this weekend. Yeah, at Arizona State this week and then a home game against Stanford before they have a, uh, a yeah. week off. Would you lay the three and a half at ASU this week? You know, I, I'm sitting on over uh, three wins. <laughs> so I'm, this could I'm be waiting it. for that bad boy. Yeah. yeah, this this could be it. I'm waiting for that bad boy. And, uh, you know, I, my... my um, 
uh, superstition nature of myself. I'm not going to mess with the game from a betting standpoint that way. Okay. I just want to catch it over. Okay. Yeah, I think you will. I think that's a pretty safe bet right now. What could go wrong, Bridge? What could go wrong at this point? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, uh, get back to us in three weeks. Okay. We're like, oh, no. I know. Thank, <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, Gil, for that. Yeah, yeah. that's right. All right. Uh, I'm going to leave this open-ended for you uh, as a former player. Um what in the first four weeks of the NFL season, and I and you can answer this any way you want. Maybe it's about a specific team. Maybe it's about some macro thing that the that the layman doesn't notice. But what what has struck you? What has struck you in the first four weeks of the NFL season, where you say to yourself, "Oh, I didn't see that," or "That's something new that we ought to keep an eye out for." Yeah, you, you know. I, I don't know how sexy it is or anything, but quarterback play has not uh, been outstanding, right? Or it, I don't know if it's been a difference, Mick. I think Josh Allen has made, made a difference up in Buffalo, especially when you go up against Miami uh, and what they recently did. Um, you know, Matt Stafford, what he's doing with the Rams and, and, and Nakua, you know, that's more coaching, I, I think. Uh, but look at how... You know, so many teams are stumbling out the blocks right now, like Cincinnati. I mean, my goodness, they, they're not in sync at all offensively. You know, it was supposed to be better in, in New Orleans with Derek Carr. Uh, that's sputtering. Uh, Green Bay is sputtering with the new co- quarterback there. And Jordan Love, I know people are excited to see it, but it's sputtering a little bit. Uh, just from a team total standpoint, they're all they, they just all seem low. I mean, Patrick Mahomes uh, not struggling, but but certainly not. Uh, picking up where he left off, uh, if you will, uh, in terms of the style of play and how he was playing at the end of the year. So it's going to take some time uh, to to iron all that out. I, I think we're in a month to where we'll probably see that marked improvement at that particular position. But uh, for that first four weeks, you know, it, it was underwhelming. I mean, it has been. I mean, the, the, the disappointing nature of Aaron Rodgers, too, and that quarterback. So we never really see yeah. uh, that materialize. Right. And uh, some of these other younger quarterbacks that we're excited about. C.J. Stroud is incredible, but well, we'll see what happens when teams kind of catch up to to those players. But I, I think all in all, uh, that's been a surprising element of, of the National Football League, or at least to the start of this season. Can you draw a direct line from a lot of these teams not playing their guys in the preseason to this? Is that part of it? You know, I, I was trying to do that, but then how do you explain Pittsburgh, right? Uh, Pittsburgh and that offense right. look great in the preseason. Right. Uh, but they're sputtering. One of the worst offenses in the league right now. Um, you know, you think about Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders. That's supposed to be better because you get rid of Derek Carr for somebody you're familiar with. If he's Josh McDaniels, but you're sputtering. You're not. You're not cohesive. You're, you're not even in sync. Um, so it's been it's been surprising. Like like the Dobbs out there in the, with the Cardinals. I mean, that's a more competitive situation only because of, of how. I believe the entire league has really come down a few notches. Let's talk about you brought up Burrow and the the Bengals. Let's talk about that for a second. So, I mean, no one thinks that Joe Burrow is anything but among the elite quarterbacks in the National Football League. Yet he has this injury in the preseason, which we all saw from afar, right, by that that viewpoint, the calf injury. And, you know, Jamar Chase is like, please don't play. Please don't play. Uh, and, he, and he is, in fact, playing. And he's not playing well. He's got no mobility. They're always in shotgun. He can't get out of it once there's any pressure. And right. so he is a shell, a shell of what we know him to be. Um, everything, and obviously, T. Higgins is out now, too. But everything seems out of sync. 
And I guess what I'm asking is, is it possible that a team can just, based on one injury, it just it throws off everything and that they can't actually ever recapture it? Is that like is that a thing? I, I believe so. I believe so. I mean, look at the backup quarterback situation, right? Uh, uh, it's Jake Browning, I think, is a backup quarterback. So when you don't have a Joe Burrow type of quarterback, uh, and who really does, you know, that you're looking at the backup situation, uh, championship teams are teams that are poised to make a run. They, they have a capable backup, right? And somebody that, okay, the starter is, whether it's a vet day or not, uh, the starter's not participating. So can we oil up our offense? Can we still get a good look? Can we still uh, get the work in that we need to get in? And, you know, that's a big drop-off when you think about going from Joe Burrow to Jake Downing in terms of, okay, what are we going to do to prepare this offense? And you're seeing that from an offensive line standpoint, no running game, um, selective and, and, and play calling too, because like you said, primarily in shotgun. So there's not a lot of options out there other than can Joe Burrow get healthy uh, and when he is healthy, can can we get this revved up again? And, you know, that that to me is not how you want to go into a season as a as a Super Bowl front runner. I mean, I think a lot of people had the opinion that that roster uh, and experience level of that team uh, had them poised to make a run at that Super Bowl this year. I've asked you some form of this question before. I might even ask you last week, but I think it's it's great to hear from someone who's been on the inside of this, because as we as fans and as betters, we watch these teams perform poorly early in the season, like the Bears, like the Panthers, right. like the Giants. And we watch and yes, we're betting into, you know, first coach fired markets. We're doing that. But we're also speculating on, man, this team is like the coach is going to lose them or their season could be done if they lose this game this week because they're already going to be one and four or whatever it is. Oh, and five in some cases. And it's just going to fall off a cliff. What as you look at these teams and just with your sort of Malcolm Gladwell blink instinct on this, which is the team that you observe and you're like, oh, boy, they are in the worst shape of all of them. Yeah, you look for the most dysfunctional situation, I think, uh, right? Uh, you know, I haven't been a part of that in, in Atlanta. Like, we had a good roster, we're just underachieving and dysfunctional, and it led to Coach Glanville getting fired. And, you know, if you think about Ken Herrock and Jerry Glanville not on the same page, uh, then you needed some kind of uh, uh, similar mind thinking, uh, if you will, in terms of the front office and the coaching staff. So I, I know a lot of rumors are out there about Matt Eberflus. Now, I, I'm careful about that because I know Ryan Poles and they have the same agent, right? It's like uh, Cliff Kingsbury and, and, and Klein out there in Arizona. They kind of attached at the hip a little bit. So uh, I know there's some rump rumblings that he could be the first coach fired, but it is dysfunctional uh, right now. So we'll see about that. But yeah, I think I would gravitate towards the most dysfunction or disconnected uh, teams. And you can get that information. So there's some great insiders out there. Uh, just follow them on Twitter for each and every team in that situation. Uh, and you can get and you can gauge that level uh, of dysfunction out there for these teams. What's your instinct? Tell us, though. Who is it? I mean, if Staley keeps underperforming, mm. they got a big win against the Raiders, but that, that might have saved them. I mean, Rivera not going for two. What's going on with that? 
uh, there's a lot of candidates right now. But but Eberflus, you know, that that rumbling is getting louder and louder. It's just uh, the relationship that he has with the GM uh, makes it yeah. makes it difficult for me to kind of pull the trigger on that on that. Back yeah, back. It wasn't trying to get you to focus in on a coach, just the the team in yeah. general. It's it's uh, oh, okay. It's fascinating. Yeah. There's too. a lot of dysfunction. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. It's going around. Mike, always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Have a great week. Mike Pritchard at M.I. Pritchard on the old Twitter machine. Jason Weingarten's under a cloud of smoke. He's got baseball thoughts. That's on the other side. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today.